Welcome to Perspectives, a podcast by Essence Learning LLC, and a place where leaders learn from leaders. Let's join today's episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome listeners to another episode of our Perspectives podcast. As you know, this is a place where leaders learn from leaders. And I'm excited today to continue our conversation on mentors and allies in the workplace. If you've been a longtime listener of our Perspectives podcast, you might have heard a particular a previous episode on mentoring in the workplace from a male perspective. So today we're going to continue on. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that, go back and listen to that. That's from our first season. Um, but we're going to go ahead and continue the conversation today. And we're going to continue it with a female male panel to talk about cross-gender mentorship. We're also going to talk about um, reverse mentorship And we're going to talk quickly about some executive leadership roles in mentorship and leading the next generation. So before we jump in and dive right on into this exciting conversation, I want to give our panel of experts a chance to introduce themselves. So joining me in studio, we have Valerie and John. So I'll let you decide who would like to go first in introducing themselves. I think he's going to say old people and ladies first. That'll be me. me. (laughs) Well, thank you all for being here, especially our listeners, uh, for joining in on this podcast. For this is a very exciting topic. I say that at each one that I have an opportunity to be in because I like to be on the exciting one. So I'm like, please make sure I'm on this one. So mentors and allies in the workplace. I I'm so excited about that as a CEO and founder of Essence Learning. Some of the things that we we want to make sure is that we are mentors to people. So um, I'm glad that you're here. Uh, thank you all panelists for being here. And Kiki, thank you for the introduction. Troy, I'll turn it over to you. Absolutely. Thank you. My name is John Jacobs, John Troy Jacobs. I'm the director of K-12 and Justice at a background organization called Up Partnership in San Antonio. Uh, that Our work focuses on equity outcomes for youth in our community. And I specifically work with our my brother's keeper work focusing on uh, success of boys and young men of color in a bear county area so thank you for being great amazing and then joining us remote but i feel like they are in studio with the energy going on we have joe waters and tate brooks so joe tate will go ahead and give you the chance to introduce yourselves as well okay uh, my name is joe waters i am a congr- full-time congregational care pastor at resurrection church in Shirts, texas I'm a retired educator, um, uh, taught sociology at St. Phillips College for and Cincinnati State for over 18 years. So just um, love of education, love of sharing and learning. I've not really been corporate or, um, you know, it's the, my experience has been more with uh, people, interacting with people. I am the board chair for Dr. E. Thurman Walker Foundation, which my late husband and I co-founded. So I'm learning. I really, I really get on here to learn. They say I'm participating, but I'm here to learn. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Thank you, Joe. Tate, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a pleasure to be here today. Uh, Tate Brooks, Assistant Director of Diversity, Equity, Inclusion at Florida International University in Miami, Florida. Um, And my role currently is to oversee all of the programs, initiatives related to diversity, equity, inclusion, um, for our faculty, staff, and students. We have about 55,000 students 
about 10,000 employees on three campuses. And so uh, we tend to stay busy uh, around these parts. And so, but I'm really excited to be a part of this conversation. And very similar to Ms. Waters, I'm here to learn as well. Um, and very excited about this topic. Great, great. Thank you all for introducing yourselves. And so we're going to go ahead and jump right on in. I know this is going to be, a, it sounds like an easy question, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a difficult one. So I'm just going to flat out ask, what is the role of a mentor? What is a mentor? Okay, I was laughing when you said you didn't know, because I'm like, okay, I know that one. That might be the only question. <laughs> For me, the first thought of a mentor is the word inspire. Mm -hmm. And inspire means to breathe into. So a mentor is someone who breathes into, pours into, who is concerned about, who sees your potential, who wants to lift you and teach you um, the ropes, show you the path. Um, a mentor, in my opinion, and my experience has been someone who develops me into leadership who sees that and and wants to help me to reach you know the goals that uh, that maybe I don't even see a mentor sees those things in you so that's my brief my brief answer I I I, I so I want to jump on that because I know earlier we were having a discussion for our listeners that you know what is a mentor and Oftentimes when I've fallen into the role, probably 99% when I've fallen into the role of a mentor, it's not because I initiated it. It's generally because someone has said, I'd like for you to mentor me because, and they see something in me that they want me to be able to influence in them. And so I often think, oh, what is that that you need from me? And what is my role now? Will I play in as a partner to you side by side and we work together or am I just going to give guidance? Am I providing examples? Do I help you with education? And so um, I don't often know what my role is because they kind of chose it for me. You know, I, you know, oh, I see this or I like this. And so often I have to define that role with the mentee when I sit down. What role will I play uh, for you um, in yeah. this position? position. So it's it's not been my experience where I've been, I've like set myself up as a, I'm a mentor and um, I choose you or I choose you. It's been my experience where the mentor, mentee has asked me to mentor them. Now as a coach, I've always stepped in that and said, hey, I, I want to I wanna coach you. I see some things in you that perhaps you may be missing. So I'll kind of jump in and say, hey, let me let me coach you on that. That's you know, you should have thrown, thrown it that way or you should have went to the left a little bit. So I can kind of give that just in time. But so I, I, I'm pretty clear on my role as a coach because I, I see it. I need it, I jump in and try to, to support. But that mentor one, when they come to me, I'm like, oh, my. Um, yeah. it's, a little, it's a little different mindset for me. Yeah, that's good. But inspiring is definitely and being an inspiration has to be part of the characteristics, I'm sure. You know, in my um, in my previous experience and uh, of being a mentor and a mentee, right? Um, I see mentorship as a, a bilateral kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes, and you mentioned about the mentee feels like there's a benefit of being mentored, mm -hmm. but the mentor has to be feel like there's a benefit of being Absolutely. a mentoring, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And there's got to be that, or it won't be long standing, 
right? It'll be a short-lived moment. Maybe it's more coaching than mentoring. Um, mm. But I found that in my relationships, I'm trying to find ways where I can be beneficial in that person's lives as well, as much as they're being beneficial right. in my life. Right. I want there to be this relationship back and forth, right? And so I think that's, to me, is one of the indicators between a coaching relationship mm-hmm. and a mentor relationship. It's actually a relationship. It's back and forth, mm-hmm. feeding yeah. each other. Yeah. Definitely. So we've heard inspiring and then we heard have to have a relationship. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get that definition. Reciprocal. Reciprocal. So it kind of so. goes back, what Tori's saying, it goes back and forth. You have to give on both ends to be a, have that mentor relationship with your mentee as well. And I, I, you know, I caught up on another word too is influencer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. we're talking about, um, you know, you have to, sometimes it's a natural relationship and what you give, sometimes they don't know about and you have to be able to read them. Mm-hmm. And that's also influence. And I know you have uh, specifically worked with things called like the power of influence. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna uh, expand how as this learning power of influence impacts the mentor-mentee relationship? Well, thank you for that, Kiki. That is, is, is a, a, a great opportunity for us to introduce the, the idea around influence. If you're in any relationship, there is influence, whether that's a negative or a positive, and taking responsibility for uh, your role as an influencer is very important because you think that um, I'm I'm not impacting the way that you think and that the way that you behave by my ways that I, I act and behave, then we've missed the mark of a relationship, right? Because when I'm in a relationship, whether that I, I like you or I dislike you, whether you like me or you dislike me, we are influencing one another's behaviors um, and we're influencing one another's mindsets. And so to have that type of power to influence the way that people think and behave is a responsibility that people we need to really take seriously. And so, um, you know, that in your work, uh, um, Troy and and um, I keep trying to say John, but I it's Troy, so mm-hmm. you're Troy and and Tate is that around diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's that whole work, you know, that whole work of respecting is being able to influence, you know, to, to respect one another. We have to influence one another. So the power that we hold uh, in our relationships, if we stop and take those a little more seriously, then we'd be a lot more effective in in all of our roles, whether it's mentoring or coaching or whether we're being mentored or whether reciprocal, but I think that the power of influence, um, if we really think about that in every relationship that you have the power within your sphere of people to influence their behaviors and their mindset, it's a matter of taking responsibility for that. And mm-hmm. I learned that, you know, I'll share this real quick. I'm, I'm, I was about 10 years old and I remember my mother telling me, you, you know, your brother's watching you. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need to be watching me because I got things I need to do. And, uh, well, you are responsible right. for what he sees and does. Yeah. And so it, that kind of hit me. And I've been that way ever since, taking an account that, that there's other eyes on me and being responsible for that. And that's always been probably understanding that you have that power uh, to influence the behaviors. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, you talk about that, the power to influence people and to naturally build mentors. I want to ask you all, there are many people out there who feel like they don't need a mentor. 
I can get this. I can do this all on my own. I don't need that help. I don't need that extra relationship. I don't need someone to guide me because I know the path that I want to go down on my own. Is it necessary for people to build relationships with mentors, to have mentors in their life? Or is it optional? I want to hear from you all. What are your opinions on on that? I can jump in a little bit because I actually struggle with mentorship a bit. Um, I've, I've been in my industry now for eight and a half years, and I haven't had a direct mentor, but I have mentored others. Uh, of course, in a higher education setting, we tend to, uh, and John can attest to this, we mentor a lot of young Black men who come into uh, being first generation college students and trying to navigate the college life, and even those who are budding uh, student affairs professionals in my industry, you tend to like lean towards people who kind of look like you and things like that. But what I've noticed is there's a bit of a paradigm shift for um, uh, uh, within this generation, especially me as a millennial. And a lot of folks, um, I can attest myself, um, really don't feel as though that I don't need a mentor directly to really influence the way that I do my work or how I go up the ladder. Um, because of the fact that social media has really taken toll of how the, the way that we have relationships. And so I honestly have been mentored more by uh, YouTube and some influencers that or even some folks who are, you know, on Instagram and things like that, more than I have people who are in my actual office or in my university. Um, and so in a lot of times, I think that a lot of older folks who may be the baby boomers, things like that, there tends to be this talking down to folks uh, who are millennials or new or Gen Zers who are coming to the workplace because we have a different perspective of the way that we enter to the workplace and the way that we want to go up the ladder of, of success. And so, which is why a lot of entrepreneurs now have been birthed out of millennials and Gen Zers because a lot of folks feel as though that I don't want to be tied down to, you know, the the whole work aspect of like having to be friends with someone or go to lunch with this person to build this relationship if it's not mutually uh, reciprocal, if I'm not, if it's not meaningful. And I think that millennials are looking for meaningful connections and not just a networking transaction. Okay. I, I love it when you said, Tate, that social media has had an impact on how we view mentorship. And, you know, mm -hmm. and, and in social media, we, we use the word influencer pretty heavily and pretty well, right? They influence you to buy products. They influence you to go and travel to different places. You know, if we could only change that mindset to say influencers come in all shapes and forms and that influencer mindset also happens when we talk about mentorship as well. So uh, I bet that was very powerful. I think uh, to Tay's point, uh, especially about the millennials and the generational differences, the operative word, Tay, for me was relationship. Mm -hmm. Relationship. I mean, if it's authentic, if it's organic, if it's uh, if a person feels, especially like say millennials, that um, they can tell that you genuinely or that person can tell that you genuinely not just about the business aspect, but you genuinely care about them as right. a person because bureaucracy can remove the personhood. And so we put back in the personhood. And, and relationships can form from there where we help each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I take you hit you hit the nail on the head in regards to you know the, the 
the new shift in regards to mentorship and influencing. Uh, I would agree as a millennial, I have gravitated to different people uh, through social media, through YouTube to connect with. They don't know me, but I know them, right? right. And yeah. uh, I think that is a powerful thing. Um, I think that as we uh, mature in our fields and as we become um, scholars in the work and expert in work, it's important for us to name our influencers, our mentors, right? And that's important because as we grow, we want to identify where we're taking things from, pulling things from. Um, and then also we want to be careful, you know, I, I'm also careful of uh, you, people say you can ha you only have, you can only have one mentor. Well, who's, who broke, who made that rule? You can have multiple mentors, multiple influencers, right? And right. so things from, and then I found out that as you get multiple influencers, they're all influenced by the same person, right? It's, it's all, you know, kind of funneled down as you kind of got to go through all your experiences. But you're absolutely right in regards to this transition between uh, this maybe more um, uh, con uh, more conservative way of, of mentoring to let's look at all the opportunities out here that I can grow in different areas. You know, some people like myself, there's unfortunately there's, there's there's no jack of all trades, right? There's you know you go here for this this piece, this learning, this career uh, experience, spiritual mentorship, this kind of mentorship. So it's okay to have that experience all over the uh, you know all, through, yeah. through different kinds of diversity spaces that makes you a better person. But yeah. but naming that is really important as you kind of grow as a professional mm -hmm. as well. So yeah, I would totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That just really. Um, as my head going, I know I'm really trying to figure out from the full circle place where we started with the definition of mentorship to the application mm -hmm. of mentorship. So if we're saying that a mentor is inspiring and it's just reciprocal and it's relationship. And then there's opportunities um, that we are resourcing or or reaching out to resources that people we don't know, mm -hmm. uh, but we see a certain image or perspective or dimension of their life um, that that influences us. And so, you know, when I, when I think about social media, I think about it being dimensional because I don't really don't know what's going on behind mm -hmm. that that other side of that. So right. Right. but when I see a relationship uh, when I think of a relationship, I, I can see the dimensions of that person and and the context in which I want to have that. So when I think of um, the ability to from to be influenced by social media, I think that also gives you op options and direction. I think that'll give yeah. you uh, that inspiration, um, but it won't give you the other part of the yeah. mentorship that we talked about being reciprocal because yeah. you just said, oh, they don't know me. Yeah. Um, right. and, and, it doesn't, and it doesn't give you that relationship. So I think it gives you some components of mentorship. Yeah. And I, 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 my head's going now to mm -hmm. say that, and I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. Thank you, Tate, is that mm -hmm. we, and, and what you said too, Troy, is we're not going to one place for mentorship. We're not going to one, one traditional way of being mentored. So our whole definition now of mentorship may shift. It's right. the opportunity to, um, I, I'm getting ready to use a word. I don't know how else to use it because it comes from my Christian background. So into yeah. someone. I can't come up with anything. <laughs> Plant something in someone. Um, and to your point, it'll grow corn, but I need corn on my table and I need to get the meat. How do I cultivate that? Mm -hmm. And so as you, you know, 
you grow in all your different aspects and you need all of those different dimensions in your life yeah. to grow. Balance, balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta have those relationships because going to just those social media folks that does it, that is inspirational and it is, um, it does give you options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to see things different, give you different perspectives. I mean, that's what this is all about. So I love yeah. the idea that we're we're seeking that. Um, but I hope that as listeners and as pe- men- people who are seeking mentors, that they are also looking for that reciprocal characteristic as mm-hmm. well as that relationship, because yeah. then then it'll it'll take you a little bit further down mm-hmm. down your journey. Mm-hmm. You'll have someone with you down your journey that you know can right. trust and uh, count on. And I, yeah. I think millennials, I think millennials particularly need to be open to that, right? Mm-hmm. And and being open to receiving from the older generation and being able, because I know that a lot of millennials and Gen Zers are, you know, breaking the mold and you know yeah. rethinking the way that we do work and the way that we even have relationships. And so mm-hmm. I think that what you just said is super important. And even what John mentioned about who you are mentored by, sometimes those names mean a lot depending on what doors you're trying to go into, right? But if I were to say I was mentored by someone who was high up in my industry, they were like, oh, that's a good person because he's been groomed or he's been trained by this person, right? Um, but like for me, I don't have that person in particular, but I've been influenced by Brian Stevenson and Sean Harper, who has really influenced my work and the framework by which I, you know, do my, you know, I, I do my work in. And so right. I don't know them personally. I would love to. So if they listen and, you know, hit me up. But uh, I would love to have that relationship, Valerie, that you're mentioning, right? Like to really see the other side, right? To see how they deal with the strains and the, right. the, the pushback and the challenges of this work. But right. what I see is the articles and the publications and the books and, you know, what they present online, which for me is just as good. But I, I would love to eventually have that relationship part as well that you mentioned. So yeah. it is both ends. Yeah. yeah. Those, go ahead, uh, Joe, go ahead. No, I was just agreeing. Oh, yeah. one, of those, one of those things though, um, Tate, is as you're reading those articles, you are filtering it through your own perspectives. And so what happens is when you have the relationship with the person who wrote the article, or if you have an opportunity to reach out and get that mentorship from them, they can also help you to apply it. Um, with their perspective and your needs. So it could kind of, you know, you you like what you're hearing, but you're still filtering it through your lens. And so Mm -hmm. oftentimes mentors give you another Mm -hmm. set of lens to take that same information and filter it through. So that's where that relationship piece comes from. It's it's giving you that different perspective um, Mm -hmm. and and, and allowing you to discover Mm -hmm. it because that's all mentorship is, is allowing you, we're not teaching you nothing, we're just allowing you to discover, right? And so I think that's that's where those relationships come in. And I, I, I only say that because I didn't have a mentor. And so mm-hmm. I had to always try to find a different lens to look at things. And again, that's why perspectives is so important to me. Yeah. To understand perspectives. I, I was always seeking it. What, what do you think about that? Like, are, are you really asking that? Or are you just being, you know, they didn't take me seriously because I didn't have someone to go to. And, and they were like, are you trying to be funny? Or are you really, you know, no, I really want to know what you think about yada, yada, yada. And so it was gaining different perspectives that help mentor me to think broader. And because I was always thinking of things in my own. So I was always doing the same thing, same way, right? Getting the same results. But I wanted something different and I needed, but I didn't have anybody to help me with that. And so I didn't know, you know, I was pulling up books and I mean, I've been mentored 
books and things like that. But I didn't know what was the context I was reading that in. I'm like, okay, well, that's their life. How does that apply to mine? Or that was their story. Is that mine? And generally, our mentors weren't African-American women entering in a corporate environment mm. where there was no one else. Um, mm. So I was kind of like, well, that doesn't apply. That was a white male industry or white male ma- in, in that. And so here I am trying to mimic what a white male is doing in a corporate world. And like, nah, that's uh, like, that. Whoa. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah. So I understand, so, you know, that context and that um, relationship is huge. Well, you made me think about um, as you're talking. I was imagining at every major choice or junction in my life when I was trying to figure out if I want teaching, coaching, you know, going back for a college instructor, going for uh, the um, the seminary piece. Mm. I had people that I saw. Some I knew, some I didn't. Okay, Mm -hmm. that I saw. But I, I chose people whose lives were shaped in the direction that I wanted to go. Yeah. And I would read about them. I would study them. And if I had opportunity to meet them and talk to them, I sat with them like uh, Pastor Copeland, you know, in my field of education and religion. I found those women specifically that were doing the things that I aspired to do. And then, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, you put your color on it, you put your your personality in it. But when I look at it, it's exactly what you said is we we're shaped and our identities are shaped, our practices are shaped by those people that we we mm. see doing those things we aspire to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was uh, great. Oh, I, you know, it, re- it reminds me of something, and I wanna, you know, go back to what you said, Valerie, as an African American woman navigating the corporate world and a white man world as well. You know, I've recently been approached by my leader who's retiring. So he's a a baby boomer who's leaving. He's a white male and he's in the C-suite. And he said, when I leave, I want to continue our relationship and mentor. And I'm thinking, am I going to let this older white male mentor me? And then I'm like, that would would be beneficial because he is now waters that I have navigated before and he can guide me in the way of, you know, going through white leadership where there is a a all white male leadership. So what are all your thoughts on that cross gender, cross generational, cross race mentorship relationship? Is that something that's an important factor in today's society? Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah. She, she hit me on the back because she's mentored me since I was 18. Valerie uh, has been has been my mentor, Miss Wilson has my mentor, I call her Mom Wilson, uh, and guiding me. And, uh, you know, I think that males and females approach their work differently. Um, you know, some say, you know, uh, that that you may might need a nurturing approach to your mentoring uh, process, or you might need a more stern or more direct, but you can get that with different types of genders, multi uh, generations as well. And so, mm-hmm. I, as I said earlier, I don't think having one mentor is the rule. Mm-hmm. Is having that diverse experience is very, very important mm-hmm. as you kind of uh, grow, you know, especially if you're a young professional, you're watching this young professional year one through five, having that diversity of experience is very, very important as you kind of journey through your your career and so um, you can get valuable perspectives uh, from from different types of people different types of lanes and also um, 
I would even I wouldn't even pigeonhole yourself into one field. Um, I have learned from someone who was from a corporate CEO. I was in higher ed time, a corporate CEO. Someone was in nonprofit. Someone was uh, in the spiritual church. All those experiences help you kind of look at the world differently because sometimes we can approach solving problems one dimensional. Right. But if you have that diversity of perspective is really good. So I had to kind of broke out the mode and be like, stop looking at the same types of people. Uh, and this let's get some in some so, input, some feedback from other people. Yes. And I, I would say this too, like and tokenism is real. And I don't and John maybe you can work help me work through this, but it's since I've been in 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 higher education, I have been mentored by black women like I think I would count maybe three black women that has mentored me easily, quickly, with open arms, has helped me throughout my career. But when it comes to sometimes other black men, I've noticed this resistance or sometimes like, you know, I want to be the only one or, you know, I, it's mm -hmm. just, you got to work for this kind of thing. And so there's kind of like, that's, that's why I'm big about connections over networking. Uh, because oftentimes we go to conferences, we go, you know, to these different events and workshops and main the main thing that people want to push is go network so you can, you know, get a mentor, find someone who is at a higher level than you or um, a CEO or C-suite position so that you can be mentored by those folks. But oftentimes it becomes so transactional. But if you have a meaningful connection with someone that really not only cares about your career development, but about, but about your personhood about your well-being that's key and for yeah. me i find that to be more with black women um and even some white women in some cases but i haven't had a male mentor uh specifically a black male yet okay i just i hear like there's a a leadership there's a leadership gap there's a, yes. there's a leadership gap there is a shortage there is a shortage but then i hear like several conversations like you know the the young generation uh, looking for mentors and maybe the old generation saying, well, if I mentor you, will you listen? Uh, oh, yes. and so it's kind of like <laughs> this and we're hitting this wall and we're not being productive, right? Because mm -hmm. there's this many conversations. So this cross-generational conversation is very, very yeah. important. Yes. So we can break the mold because mentorship is important in regards to also legacy and, mm -hmm. and planning yeah. and building resources from yes. family and generations like it is definitely important for us to have these conversations so we can also have these open um moments where we can really pass down information that's necessary and so if you're listening and you're looking for a mentor or you are a mentor have the, the ability to be a mentor you should be thinking about okay who who can i pour into what barriers need to break to make it happen because there are people on here watching and people mm. on this set are looking for that's Look so, for mentors. So key to take Can that I, responsibility. Yeah, Joe, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real sure. I just want to just add to what, what Troy was saying is to take the responsibility yeah. to make, fill that gap because we are at a at a standoff. It's like, well, if you're not gonna listen or accept, then I really don't need to spend the time to pour in because you really don't value when I'm bringing to the table. And then mm -hmm. as a uh, then. The reciprocal part of that is what am I going to get out of it? Mm -hmm. So if that's from a mentee mentor perspective, then the mentee is like, oh, I don't want to do it old school. I really have my own way of doing things, and I want to do that. Um, and so how when I hit that wall, what's the way out? You know, I'm going to say this: there's no new problem under the sky, right? right. We we may have experienced it, and it had a you know a different look about it, but the problem solving process behind it 
it, it just resonates all the way through. You know, reasoning mm-hmm. and problem solving resonates all the way through. So I think we just need to be more sensitive to one another and where we are, and um, break and be responsible to break that mold. I'm sorry, Joe. Go ahead. I want to no, give you some time. No, you're fine. No, you're fine. I wanted to go back to Tay when you were talking. My sociological hat kicked in. Uh-uh. So one of the things that you're dealing with, I think that we're all dealing with. We have an influx now of young black African-American males who are, they're sharp, they're prepared, they're coming into all of these uh, areas, real estate, finance, education. And for years, we had the white male and or black women who were allowed into education. And so now you're, you're breaking these barriers Black men, young black men are coming in. And so you don't have the mentors because we didn't have that structure before. You have to create it. Mm. You've got to create that structure and become the sage because so young I- black men are going to follow you now. And so that message is for all of our listeners. I hope you heard that. I just want for Tate because um, that's the, a lot of molds are being broken by the millennials. I mean, the, if we, we, we can go back to statistics now and start to talk about all of the changes that have happened in the in the industries that we're that they're now taking over just by entrepreneurship um, in and of itself the creativities and things like that so all of that is who was mentoring me um again i just say that there's no new problem under the sky so we just need to figure out you know what the similarities are and 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 let's go forward so let's trust one let's trust one another um in this space Mm -hmm. because we're Mm -hmm. all in here together and not everybody's going to be a mentor so i think you know uh there's a leadership conference that i'm going to invite all that you you both to uh uh, it's in detroit not i'll give send that off to you but uh, i think that that's where you know we start building some of those networks to relationships because there's going to be that one person that two people that one organization, that one agency that you can reach out to. But this was this was great discussion. I'll kick it. We've kind of taken over. I, I know uh, that's so okay. Easy <laughs> back to uh, you. That, that a, I, I do. I do just have one last question. It's not a prepared question or anything like that. But <laughs> mentorship is it from the heart or the head or both? Both. It has to be. Both hands. Mutually. Yeah, mm. it has to be. At, at heart and, and and in my case, spirit, I need to make sure, you know, that, that we're addressing all of the, the total person, you know, you can't leave out one without the other. So if you're mentoring the development and growth of a person, you have to take in consideration all of the things that they bring. So the, all that dimensions uh, of a person, a mentor needs to be sensitive to the multidimensional people that are sitting in front of them to be influenced. So mm-hmm. I think gotta, you know, it's it, it changes. So I can't if, if you come to me with one set of dimensions, as yeah. a, and I'm mentoring you, I'm gonna have to shift when I go to the next person because they're gonna have another set of dimensions that we need. So we gotta keep it. So it's it's um, we've got to bring all of ourselves to the table as mentors, um, and be transparent yeah. with our problems, with what was successful, what was didn't work, what mm-hmm. what was great, how we feel, and. We don't know the answer. Valerie, there's tools out there to help us do that. Like our executive pastor comes out of that corporate culture as well. He uses the Gallup strengths. That's right. Oh, yes. You know, to get to know 
and help even help me know what my strengths and weaknesses are where when i'm operating in the basement and when i'm operating you know at multi, at, at top level so that mentoring becomes uh, more efficient because you do that, understand that that gallup would really has you to oh, mentor towards the strengths and op, op, and most people as leaders we try to help you fix your weaknesses and so there's mm -hmm. that focus on you need, to, you need to work on this you need to work on that where right. the 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 idea of looking at my strengths and building and growing those mm -hmm. is what yeah. uh, gets you a whole lot of bang for your buck as if from a yes, mentor mm -hmm. well i hate to cut this conversation short i know i'm sure that we can continue on talking for another 30 <laughs> minutes or so um, but I, I do want to encourage our listeners out there, if you are looking for a mentor, if you want anyone on this panel to be a mentor, don't hesitate to email us at info at essencelearning.net and we will connect you with the mentor um, that fits in your needs. Um, we can do coaching as well. So please don't hesitate to reach out um, to us. So with that, I would like to say thank you all for joining us. Thank you panel experts for your great advice and your inspiration and your influence as well. And until next time, I'm sure we'll continue talking about mentorship because um, it is such an important conversation, especially in today's society. So with that, I end today's Perspective Podcast on mentors and allies in the workplace. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining Perspectives, a podcast by Essence Learning LLC. Essence Learning is your solution to personal and professional development. We partner with our clients to develop a learning strategy that will increase productivity, enhance performance, and align with their purpose and goals. For more information visit us online at essencelearning.net or call us at 1-877-657-5755.